Hey everyone, welcome back to In The Mix. So I know it's been a while and I said I was gonna release uh, at least at most, I should say, two, uh, an episode every two weeks, but that just did not happen. It did not end up uh, being a part of my um, timeline, but I'm here, I am back. And I'm just gonna get right into it. I'm not even gonna waste time like catching you guys up to speed. I've just been super busy. That's all I can say. That's like the short of it or the short answer to get into details. It's not the time, but I got a lot going on. And um, yeah, I just wanna dive right in. So this is gonna be a full Bravo TV recap of all the shows that I typically talk about, giving you guys a episode here where I'm just gonna kind of like dissect and give my opinions on uh the latest in the bravo tv sphere of the shows that i watch and i'm gonna jump right into it so let's not waste any more time let's get started so my recap for uh real housewives of salt lake city let's start with my housewives shows i'm gonna do salt lake city first since it's been off the air for a while now a couple of months i mean wow season three was it such a roller coaster i mean I feel like Housewives is in this era where like a lot of the shows just seem very like or the Housewives shows anyways in particular it's going through a period of like drastic a need for drastic change is the way I'm gonna put it and Salt Lake City being one of them only after three seasons has gone to hell in a handbasket um for those who know you know um I mean just the overall uh opinion that i'm giving on salt lake because i can't even remember if i initially recapped like the very first episode kind of like the plan i wanted to do and what i'm trying to do moving forward is recap the first episode mid-season episode uh final uh finale episode and reunion thoughts so yeah overall i mean i always give a review of how i think my housewives have performed in each of um the franchises of or each installment of the franchise itself so it's all like city i mean yeah overall it was a lot it was a lot to handle i feel like uh we definitely could um switch up i think i think almost every housewives franchise can use a switch up maybe not dubai per se although i've heard things so we'll get to that but um with salt lake city i mean we've lost jen shaw obviously she has um presented to prison at this point i remember it was back in january so at this point i am podcasting in march of 2023 now so uh as of january i don't remember mid-january of this year she had reported to prison uh you know pleaded guilty to uh, all the accounts that she was charged for i'm not even gonna get into it into it so much so that to recap the fact that like you know she proclaimed the whole season of her innocence just to have it turn out that she is actually in fact guilty and she quote-unquote is saying that she's remorseful trying to serve less time i think she had something like 13 14 years i think initially that she could have served but is only getting six and a half years i mean you commit the crime you do the time i mean there's no really rhyme or reason it's very uh, open and shut kind of situation um so you know i mean it sucks to see that happen to anybody let alone her family members i think it's it's the hard pill to swallow and to watch that kind of like unfold and unravel and then have people kind of you know try to like be there for you sympathize with you and then on top of that her guilty uh charge ended up i guess coming out if i'm not mistaken um 
um, as the season was starting to roll out, roll out of season three, so it was like watching it through a different lens of like knowing that she's actually pled guilty and is going to be serving time. But then. So basically just uh, watching Jen like plead her innocence all season long was tough to watch. I love that Bravo has this thing. Now we get a lot of like this quote unquote backdoor type of behind the scenes breaking of the fourth wall, if you will, uh, concept. So we get to see kind of what happens in real time when news breaks out they kind of like uh, resume filming even though the season has been finished filming and launched and out for us to watch on a weekly basis they're quick to kind of give us the you know tea that's happening in real time and then kind of make that connection to kind of have this season kind of apply to real life and i think they do that specifically because it would be way too much to recap in a reunion and then given circumstances things like that it would just be a whole lot and then you'd find yourself having i guess like you know four or five part reunions just to uncover all the tea that's happening in real time as we're watching it in present time and to not make the episodes like too super dated and like out of touch with what had happened then to what's currently happening now now in real life so i appreciate that concept in the housewives universe and actually all the universes of bravo seem to kind of lend itself to doing that picking up resuming filming and i know for the the the, the the installments of the franchises that are coming out this year already we're having a lot of that i know it's happening in miami it's happening in vanderpump rules it's happening in atlanta um again it's happened just now with salt lake so it's great that they're having that concept kind of um take place of the breaking of the fourth wall because we it gives us viewers like a real perspective as to what's happening and then hence you're coining back that term of of real in the in the name of real housewives you know or any of the installments of bravo as i said vanderpump rules has that happening this season and i'll get into that soon as well so um yeah overall like a lot of it was just a lot to follow between jen's storyline with the whole guilty not guilty issue then we have the whole heather and the black eye of it all was like a lot and just seeing like that kind of unfold but not really unfold and not really give us any answers it was kind of hard to kind of like really digest any of the episodes that um, revolved around that narrative and last and no certainly not least just you can fully see the dynamics with these ladies are just it's not copacetic it's not genuine it's very it feels very fabricated for the sake of keeping up the appearance of the show and to make it interesting for us to watch but now that the season's kind of unwrapped, I guess my overall view of the season is that um, I have very low, low expectations of a season four and what it is. And I know they've resumed back filming for season four. There's been some um, leaks out online uh, in the social media universe of it all that they've already resumed filming. And you get to see some of the familiar faces coming back, except obviously for Jen. So it's going to be interesting to see that narrative kind of play out and what they have in store for us. But um, I'm not excited about Salt Lake City. I really liked season one and season two. Season three just seemed like a lot of drama and just dragging and not really getting anywhere. 
the most kind of open and shut storyline was really Jen Shaw. They really like tied the loose ends there very well. What sucks was that she wasn't at the reunion or any of the parts of the reunion. So that was unfortunate because we couldn't really get to hear her side. There was a rumor of a sit down, but then there was also a lot of legal tape uh, behind it all. So we really may or may not get anything from Jen for the next six and a half years unless she writes a book or does a podcast or does some sort of tell-all interview kind of like uh the whole like um what's that infamous socialite now I can't even remember Anna Delvey if they do something of that concept with her then maybe we'll get some sort of like her actually speaking but we really haven't gotten much and i don't think we're ever gonna get much so i kind of think we just kind of have to take it at face value for what it is she committed a crime we got to see it play out as much as we could or as much as they were allowed to show uh, on bravo's part and uh, that's it with regards to that there's nothing more to really say not a, i've never really been a big fan of jen shaw so i'm really not like sad to lose her she was a definitely a big staple of the show but it's going to be interesting to see how they pick up season four and like re recalibrate, if you will, and I guess kind of maybe recast with some new housewives. But I guess we'll see what's coming in. Rumor has it that they've already entertained um, Mary Cosby coming back. They have a new housewife, I think, named Monica filming. And then we have the original uh, four remaining, which being is Meredith, Heather, um lisa and um whitney so i mean we'll see that kind of unfold i think we have angie k who was a friend of last season i don't know if she's a friend of this season but i know she is filming or she might be a housewife i'm not even sure what the narrative is there so we'll see her coming back as for the other friends of like um dana and or dana i think it's dana and um angie h not sure if they're rumored to come back but i guess we'll see with the friends of this year, I definitely appreciated the Angie K and Angie um, H and the Angie Dana of it all. Like, I feel like they did contribute a lot to the show in a good way. Some of it obviously felt fabricated. It's been rumored that Angie H has been trying to, you know, uh, get a snowflake, if you will, and become a housewife. So, you know, she definitely uh gave us moments where she was really working for that narrative to kind of play out we had a whole storyline with her and her falling out with lisa barlow and then kind of trying to mend fences there her being a friend of, of heather this season and then also her issues with jen or her husband's issues with jen and the social media jen shaw exposed or whatever i think it was shaw exposed the instagram handle he was using in like kind of basically uh finstein with and uh, all that drama kind of unfolded so i mean we'll see where the future of these friends of hold but i feel like the friends of overall brought like they needed to bring i was able to really tweet about it more in real time as it was airing so if you ever want to check out my tweets just follow underscore uh, sgg.xo i think is my my twitter hashtag i think i've put my handle in my uh previous episodes before but you'll get to see my tweets in real time if you ever want to see my salt lake city tweets but i mean there's not much to say with the salt lake city of it all i feel like yeah they have a lot to prove as season four unroll unrolls and then we'll see whether or not they're even worth keeping around just because season three just felt like way it felt very forced very fake and not really genuine in terms of like really seeing these housewives actually be friends and actually have like good dynamics and grooves kind of working in there 
um if i have to review each housewife individually like i said my piece with jen there really isn't much to say whitney i have a love-hate relationship with whitney um, um i want to say the same thing applies to meredith and heather heather used to be my favorite housewife on salt lake city now she is my least favorite just based on last season it just seems like a lot of like there's a lot of disingenuine behavior whitney just seems like she's in a place where um her mouth gets her in trouble, especially when she's drunk and inebriated. And I know a lot of people can probably say that, you know, different people kind of like give off different drunk vibes and are like different personalities and characters come out. And it, it is a lot to be said there. So, I mean, with them three in particular, I just feel like there is, my expectations for what they're going to bring next season is very low. Lisa Barlow still remains to be my favorite. I know she's a problematic housewife given the whole, you know, hot mic situation that happened in season two with the Meredith of it all. But we'll see. Like, I mean, it's, it's left to be said. There really isn't much I can say on Salt Lake City other than they have a lot of work to do to bring season four and make it the best season yet. Just because it feels like it's in this era of like, can we keep it? can we not personally i could do without it i don't really think i'm gonna miss it if it was gone because it just seemed like i don't want to watch a housewife episode where the ladies don't have like a lighter more shady type of dynamic between them if everything's trying to like tear each other down then it isn't really worth the watch because the entertainment value of it all is the the subtle shade is the the minuscule drama not like tearing people's lives apart so we'll see moving into um potomac so potomac had just wrapped up they just finished their reunion last week sunday or something like that um just before the oscars so yeah basically with potomac um probably my least favorite of of uh, the franchises that are in the housewives world i would have said the same thing for salt lake but i actually feel like salt lake was actually infinitely better just because there was more intriguing drama that was unfolding at the time so and overall i have to say like there was like there is more i feel like if i had to pick one to stay in i would have to pick salt lake city just because i feel like the women are dynamic the women do bring and serve real life experiences and drama i think i could speak for um, many people and think that salt lake city each and every one of them definitely bring an element of what's really going on in their lives onto the show it's just that them as a foursome now and then whoever they're adding or taking away if you will for the next season there is no dynamic that is like genuine everything feels like everyone's not real friends everyone just seems like fake friends for the sake of the show that we're watching so i'd like to see genuine friendships kind of unroll get to see different sides of these ladies and just maybe whereas on the flip side with potomac i mean outside of candace and ashley i don't feel like i really care to see more of what i've been getting from the robin of it all um karen giselle mia and wendy which is not much mia's giving us stuff i would say if i had to pick another housewife in that universe that is actually giving us material as to what's really genuinely happening in their lives outside of candace and ashley would be mia but mia mia makes a great housewife but mia's also insanely annoying i can't stand mia mia's also been violent on this show multiple times so it's not really entertaining to watch again when i said it gets 
beyond the shady like comments and the and the and the and the you know rumblings here and there when you start getting violent with your cast members or just being violent in nature and abrasive it's just not entertaining the way she tore down her sister slash best friend like her sister like slash best friend of 20 odd years was awful to watch on tv couldn't imagine doing that with any of my like long-term friends that i've had for years and decades it's just it's sad to watch on tv unfold but it'd be really really nice to actually see jacqueline who was a friend of of mia this season on potomac i would love to see her actually like step in as a housewife and we can get rid of one of the ogs if you will um with regards to everything that kind of unfolded this season i mean we got to see a little bit more of what was going on obviously with um ashley and her divorce and the rumored divorce now full-on divorce that's taking place and seeing her kind of try to like i guess um make it as a now quote-unquote single mom with two kids and we got a little bit of that narrative kind of playing out a little bit but the rest of what we were dealing with this season with the candace and giselle and and candace's husband chris and that whole drama was just super not entertaining to watch it was awful to see like the idea of what was or what quote-unquote took place was just like twisted and turned and like it was how she felt Giselle felt in that moment with Chris in the um reunion taping where they were in um her suite that she was getting ready in and like trying to have a conversation and how um he made her feel uncomfortable as opposed to how she kind of flipped this narrative that he might have in or implying rather that he might have done something was just a lot it was very messy to follow it was really messy to even kind of watch unfold um you know seeing them tweet about it in real time or candace rather and chris tweet about it in real time and like kind of chime in on their thoughts totally didn't believe the story didn't buy the story by any means that chris even did anything he just doesn't present himself as that guy i think the general consensus across the board is that that being giselle's storyline outside of you know her going through some health issues and you know those next chapters that her daughters are unfolding this was her main focus and it's not giving anything giselle and karen probably give the least and they are the ogs who have been there season after season so it's kind of hard to like expect um less from them like you would expect at this point and how many seasons i think i don't even know i think what we're seven seasons in you would expect that we would be getting more from these ladies especially because they've been there from the beginning they know what it takes to make the show worth watching and it's like now it's just become we're in this place where the authenticity is flopping and I could do without Real Housewives of Potomac. If you guys listen to Carlos King's podcast, Reality with the King, I think he pretty much sums up exactly how I feel about Potomac and Potomac in the era that it's in and doing without it if they don't um, start giving and delivering and being authentic and showing us the stories and the concepts and the dynamics that we really want to see. I mean, I'm not interested in watching fabricated storylines it's supposed to be this play on of reality versus if it was fiction then it would be great to watch because then you know it's not real but if you're actually you know toying around people's lives and their emotions and manipulating and then like they're actually like you know losing business or risk like notoriety and respect and like all these things is just not a narrative to portray 
you know, the conversation of colorism had came up too. And it's come up a lot with these ladies on Potomac. I don't know if I've ever really heard it from the Atlanta ladies, but I've heard it from the Potomac ladies a few times. And they tried to address the segment in the reunion special, I think in part one or two of the three part reunion special. And I think a lot of people, especially like I'd say, like Rachel Lindsay on her Morally Corrupt podcast and Reality with the King, Carlos King's podcast, they both addressed it. The issue of colorism, it can't be a two minute conversation. It can even be a one reunion part conversation. It deserves a bigger stadium. It deserves a bigger audience. It deserves a bigger floor and more, you know, airtime to really kind of dive in deep with that whole narrative of you know maybe colorism is present even though none of the housewives present as color like colorists or don't give colorist behavior you can see the dynamics kind of unfold when we're watching it as viewers on tv so that deserved way more attention than the little segment that it got um but overall i mean yeah potomac for me it wasn't giving it was probably the most boring season i've ever watched it was probably the most uninteresting season uh season excuse me that i've watched you know everything kind of unfolding with the whole robin and one of it all too and then again very similar to like the whole gen shock experience on salt lake city we have this narrative that robin you know has no skeletons in her closet essentially she's trying to hold everyone else accountable and trying to get everyone else to kind of you know evoke their real life situation when lo and behold she was having this whole real life situation happening where Juan once again they've had their ups and downs they officially remarried at the end of the season and everything seemed kind of hunky-dory and in a good space to come and find out that um Sean uh Sean Juan sorry was like um uh having a quote-unquote inappropriate relationship with some woman from canada uh, supposedly and like the story that they were giving i mean you guys can see the story if you listen to um the reasonably shady podcast they touch upon it it's all over social media and um it's been on tiktok and all the things so i mean just to say that like the narrative of what may kind of present as cheating which we think a lot of us agree that it seems like Juan had cheated on Robin yet again it just kind of didn't come to light up until the end of the um of the season in the sense of again where Bravo had to put the cameras back up and kind of give us a little bit of a not so much of a behind the scenes but what they did is they had Robin on uh episode of watch what happens live with Andy and they had like a little mid a little mini reunion of just her Robin I'm speaking of and Andy kind of addressing the situation and the fact that Robin did not air or speak about any of this narrative up until um it came up i guess in social media and then she addressed it on her podcast with giselle on reasonably shady and then decided to proceed to um kind of speaking her piece or giving more info on their patreon which i think is basically a paid 
version of a podcast which i'm not really familiar with but i've heard about i personally don't listen or don't follow anyone on up the patreon platform just because i don't feel like i need to again like many of us that watch the show we watch the show because we expect to get it on the actual show and not have to subscribe to something else to listen to it too you present yourself as a real housewife on this show where you're supposed to be quote-unquote evoking your real life while filming is happening this had happened in real time during filming this is the opportunity for you to speak upon it address it to us and give it to us quote-unquote for free we've already uh subscribed to our television providers to have bravo or slice or whatever mill you um you watch it on depending on where you are in the world and we didn't get that from robin up until the very very end and even then we still didn't get it we just have to kind of accept the fact that the narrative that she wants to spin is that you know I guess what Juan did was wrong, but it was quote unquote harmless because it wasn't um, it wasn't justifiable enough for her to, I guess, really get up in arms about it. Quote unquote, they dealt with it, according to her. So that's it. It's not our marriage. It's not for us to really speak upon too much outside of what she's giving us and the narrative that she wants to portray and play. So that's it. That's all. That's all she wrote. As far as I'm concerned, I've always enjoyed having robin on the show uh she is that quote-unquote like neutral housewife every franchise has that neutral housewife and she's always presented to be but at the same time it's kind of crazy when she has a great i can't say great in the sense of great for us to watch on tv watching it unfold but not necessarily great for it to be happening to her of course but she has something to give she has something to present to us on the show and she doesn't and it's so frustrating to like have that narrative as as that you feel the need to not really fully engage with um, the platform that you have to like giving us the real of what's happening in your life. So it is what it is. Potomac for me overall, like I said, it was a boring season. There isn't much more to say on it. I really went off on the whole Robin of it all just because that's it outside of what was happening in ashley's life what was happening in in candace's life and i mean candace's life in the sense of you know i know her and chris are trying to have a baby her career is launching off you know she has um her deep space album deluxe out you know she's really trying to make a name for herself in the music industry so it's really that that we're getting from her at this time and then we have um you know what's happening with robin there really isn't anything happening with with wendy and mia and giselle i feel like they didn't give us enough the little bit that mia did give with her um joint chiropractic uh parts uh like businesses sorry kind of just falling apart essentially and now she's kind of lost the business it seems like her and g have lost the business so um the whole storyline with regard to that is very messy and dicey maybe we'll get more clarity in a future season if they do come back so if they if the show comes back on a whole and let alone if mia comes back as a housewife so we'll see but other than that i can't really say much more for potomac i feel like it's in a flop era and that's all she wrote moving into jersey so jersey now i mean jersey just started back so what's perfect about my recap right now is that it won't be long i'm just gonna kind of give you guys my 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 thoughts thus far it's only been a few episodes since uh, the season premiere uh, started at the top of uh i think it was the top of february right and uh, yeah i mean 
this season i think will be the most pivotal season in the jersey universe just because i feel like after this season either melissa or teresa has to go i think it wouldn't make sense to keep both of these housewives around for the sake of this same uh, narrative of Gorga versus Judy Che playing out. I can't see a world where they continue to do seasons like this and this is the storyline that tends to be Melissa and, and Joe's storyline versus Teresa and now her kids have become really involved in the whole dynamics of it all and then obviously Louis stepping in as her now husband but at, at the time of filming they were fiancés. I can't see anything more to that storyline kind of unfolding. I mean, we've got the Melissa and Teresa and the Gorga and Judice drama of it all unfolding for seasons. Seasons after seasons, a decade and plus, it's like enough now. What is it, season 13? It's just, when when do we let this narrative go? I personally can't invest any more time into watching that unfold. I mean, we have two new housewives and a friend of this season that I think will hopefully deliver they seem to be delivering as it is right now we have rachel fuda who's my age which i love so it's really cool to see a housewife that is my age i know a lot of people say they like their housewives older and more mature but i feel like she's a mature th i think she's what 31 she's a very mature 30 something year old so i don't see any problem with that i love the family dynamics that she has and what she's bringing to the table to so far as an italian i think she's like an italian jewish american woman so i love to see what she's gonna bring that whole millennial 90s vibe bit i think is gonna be great to watch kind of unfold and i'm excited to see that and then you have daniel cabral who's joined this uh, um joined the installment of jersey uh, housewives and apparently she's known for reality tv in the past so that's kind of cool so she's familiar with this territory and uh she just seems like the perfect jersey housewife i personally see a world where eventually if Teresa was to ever step down she could absolutely kind of take that spot she could become the new center focus you could even revolve the friendships and or let's say the show around her if you want that's maybe an unpopular opinion because I know there are Teresa stands who will like maybe give up watching Real Housewives of New Jersey once Teresa leaves but it is what it is I mean the seasons have been going these women are getting older they definitely maybe you know want to hang up that hat maybe Bravo will force them to hang up the hat we don't know who knows what will the future will hold with the Jersey Housewives or any Housewives uh, series at the time but I feel like once you've been on for like five to ten years the narrative starts to change a little bit you start to like maybe not give what you're giving anymore and maybe you want to change and her kids are getting older Teresa and all the things so I could definitely see a world where New Jersey Housewives still remains on but maybe we don't see Teresa or maybe we don't see Melissa or both or one over the other I don't know but we'll see but I definitely think the new housewives Danielle and Rachel are really giving it this season so far from the few episodes that have been airing. It's very entertaining to watch them. I think Jen Fles uh, Fessler is a riot. She's great to watch. I'm happy to see her. She's a friend of Margaret and it's nice to see that dynamic. I really like the fact that I find Jen is really holding the group accountable when they're having these arguments, but more importantly, she's holding her best friend Margaret accountable. I have a love-hate relationship with Margaret Josephs on the show. So it's kind of like to see that dynamic kind of seeing Margaret in a new light is great. It might bring out a different side of Margaret later on in the season as it unfolds. So that's also great to watch. 
Um, what can I say else about Jersey at this point? Um, it's nice to see Dolores with someone new, her new man, Polly. It's very nice to see her in a new light with that and then kind of seeing the dynamic shift between her and Frank Catania. I love that kind of unfolding. I know a lot of people are saying now I'm reading on Twitter that like, you know, is Dolores going to have more of a storyline? Is it always going to be this narrative of this complicated dynamic relationship between her and Frank? Perhaps. But I think it, Dolores is in her new era now. With this new man in her life, I think it's going to bring out a different side of Dolores and maybe more storylines to be told. It seems like Polly is here for the long run. It seems like Dolores is really in love with him and maybe we'll see an engagement play out with Dolores on TV. Who knows? But I'm interested to see. I've always liked Dolores. Dolores is one of my favorite Jersey Housewives. I really think um, we'll get to see more. Hopefully, we'll get to see more of what Dolores has to bring. Um... Who else can I speak about at this point? I mean, Jen, Jen Aiden, it seems like she's going through a lot with Bill and having that unfold and like seeing that dynamic. And it also seems like she's going to be the one that is stirring the pot, the bone collector. She's usually been the bone collector in past seasons, but I think she's really going to throw a wrench into the whole Marisa, Marisa, Melissa and Teresa dynamic and seeing that unfold too and kind of finally see that like that final kind of quote-unquote nail in the coffin for that dynamic kind of unfolding and just i guess letting bygones be bygones between the two and then they kind of you see the judice and the gorgas kind of go their separate ways at this point it's going to be very interesting to see how the reunion plays out i'm very curious more so than anything is the reunion outside of Teresa's wedding special i definitely i'm very curious to see how the reunion goes because it seems from what i gather that these two um, parties do not speak on any terms they have no contact or communication whatsoever but they do speak about each other indirectly on their podcasts melissa and Teresa's podcast respectively so i think it's namaste bitches for Teresa, and um on display with melissa gorga for her so it's going to be very interesting to see what's in store for the Melissa Teresa dynamic out of it all, how they're how they are now post filming, post wedding, post like the family ties kind of unraveling, and one's in one corner and one's in another corner. So, and like I said, the future of Jersey I think really will ride on that dynamic and then seeing how they recast. But I think they absolutely at this particular point in time they absolutely should keep Danielle Cabral. I see her going further into the future seasons of jersey in a great way along with rachel along with jen fleshler as for margaret and jen aiden and dolores i feel like they're they're easy pieces to kind of move around i don't see them leaving the show entirely but i do think jersey has to do a big shakeup with the melissa and Teresa of it all so we'll see how that unfolds um oh yeah and i think jackie is also considered a friend of this season a friend of melissa's seeing jackie be demoted from housewife to friend of and watching that kind of play out on on tv is a bit weird she seems to be really getting into it with uh, the newbie danielle so we'll see what else comes from that but i feel for jackie a little bit but at the same time i feel like jackie is kind of overstepping a little bit with this whole need to just kind of be at danielle at all times it just seems like she's ready to pick a fight with her and it's like why like you might maybe it was too soon for her for ja uh, jackie to come back to the show and in not in necessarily in the way that she might have wanted 
according to her from what i've heard on different podcasts that she's spoken on it was the right decision for her to do based on like everything that she was dealing with with the eating disorder and all that stuff but at the same time at the same time jackie's giving very salty demoting from housewife to friend of vibes and you see that play out in the show itself so we'll see what the rest of the season brings for jackie and i will definitely recap with you guys mid to late end of season and we'll we'll keep you posted but so far um that's it that's all i have to say for jersey for now i'm really spinning through these you guys so i know it's a lot of talking but trying to get it all out um and lastly i feel like i only have one more housewives show to recap what am i talking about now let's see housewives of it all i can't remember who else am i forgetting in the housewives universe i think that's it right i think basically in terms of housewife news that we're waiting for we're waiting for an oc trailer to drop soon hopefully apparently andy has said on his radio andy show that like we are gonna have a great season it's like the oc went through like a renaissance period and it's been rebirthed so i'm very excited to see what real housewives of oc has in store it's gonna be my first time also watching and recapping and live tweeting in real time Uh, the season from beginning to end because i binged all the reunions from seasons 1 to 16 i've never watched a full season of oc just because it was probably the 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 franchise i was the least bit interested in because i became a fan of tamra judge by listening to her two teas in a pod podcast with teddy mellencamp i've really gotten into tamra judge and i really like her and i like what she has to give and from what i've seen on the reunions i've i've definitely have a um a liking for heather dubrow and and shannon bedore vicky gunvalson surprisingly lately she kind of she's a hit or miss sometimes but she could be entertaining to watch and um loving to see the fact that we have our beverly hills og taylor armstrong you know transitioning to friend of in the oc of it all so it's gonna be fun to watch and uh yeah i'm curious to see what oc is gonna bring this season so we're waiting on news for that with the trailer and uh we have the i think in a few weeks probably is it next week i think it's next week oh my gosh we have um uh the real housewives ultimate girls trip three with the with the i think it's marisol Leia, giselle candace portia heather and whitney are going to thailand so we'll get to see what's in store for that for the ultimate girls trip it has been a long time coming for this trailer that we've got and now we have it coming in i think um launching i think something like march 23rd or something like that so i'm very excited to watch and recap that for you guys soon what else in housewives of it all um yeah we're guess we have to wait till season uh or season three of real housewives ultimate girls trip unfolds because we know there's a lot of drama coming off of uh season four and the brandy gland villain uh caroline manso of it all and that dynamic and it's crazy already as it is so can't wait to watch that unfold happening and getting all the tea behind that and uh i guess dubai and atlanta is they're up and coming so we'll see i mean for right now i think the most that we have in terms of the housewives of it all is really jersey and um jersey and jersey and what did i just say jersey and um oh my gosh jersey and 
the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. That's kind of the new things in the in the Housewives universe. I want to recap Miami for you guys because I know it's 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 coming in terms of it's coming to an end in terms of the um, the U.S. Um, showing of it, but I know in Canada it's coming out soon. I listen to a lot of podcasts about Miami, so I'm very caught up and up to date with the Miami of it all. But I'm gonna wait till it's finished airing in 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 the in Canada and for anyone else that hasn't watched before. I recap Miami just so I can give it to you guys more authentically. So for now, I will not be speaking on Miami, but I have a lot to say about Miami. But when it finally is, the reunions are done airing on TV on on the U.S. side of it all, and then when it's finished airing in Canada, which probably won't be until I want to say like end of April, early May. Hopefully, I can give you guys a recap with Miami in addition to anything else that I'll be recapping at that time. Um what else can i say i think that's it for the housewives transitioning into the summer house and vanderpump rules of it all i mean there is so much going on in the vanderpump rules world if you know you know summer house i'm just gonna touch upon it quickly um again when i spoke about at the beginning a half of this um, podcast these shows are in this period of needing a crazy shakeup. summer house and pump rules is right in there i mean everything that's happening in summer house right now to me in terms of the dynamic i think the og crew needs to be shifted with we have the amanda kyle um lindsey carl at this point are the og og ogs then you have like more newer ogs being Paige and danielle and then newer ogs after that would probably be sierra I have to say that like with the cast that they have currently this season airing on Summer House, you see there is a huge divide between um, Amanda and Kyle um, versus Carl and Lindsay. And then there's going to be Carl and Lindsay versus Danielle. And watching that all unfold, it's crazy to see. I personally want Danielle and Lindsay to hopefully make it up because I think they are a dynamic duo when they are together and having themselves kind of be like the Trace Amigas with Carl. It's a great dynamic to watch. They say Trace Amigas. I know I'm saying it with an Spanglish Spanglish accent, if you will, but I'm saying it the way they do. Um, It's going to be great to hopefully see that kind of make its way into a better like better stance because it would be nice to see danielle in Lindsay and carl's uh wedding in the future upcoming of it all if the the nuptials happen i guess relatively soon it would be nice to have that dynamic kind of work itself out but we know as it's airing on summer house presently that ship is going to um sink real fast and we know that it's only a matter of time that we're gonna get the behind the scenes of danielle and carl and Lindsay's falling out kind of unravel itself on the show. Uh, the Amanda and Lindsay of it all, that dynamic seems very tense and toxic. And Amanda was just on Watch What Happens Live and it seems like they're still not in a good place. So who's to say if that's gonna ever fix itself? It seems like Kyle and Carl might be in a better place now, but from what we've been watching on TV, it's just insane seeing that friendship kind of fall apart and it's sad. But I also feel like these guys are so like moving into an era where the, maybe they've outgrown the summer house and they need to be on a different show. Possibly I can I can really see Lindsay 
thriving on a real housewives of new york resurgence that it's going through with this new cast she could absolutely kind of mix it with the best of them with the new cast that's it i forgot to mention that we're waiting for a, a trailer and hopefully start date of real housewives of new york this resurgence of it all and we'll see where that is coming but i would love to see danielle and Lindsay on like a future you know season of that if it ever ends up working out but i definitely feel like summer house needs a dynamic shift in terms of the cast that they have I feel like what i'm getting from summer house presently is snooze fest boring it's not interesting the drama that's willing to unfold i am curious to see the the falling outs that are awaiting us in the future coming weeks but there isn't really much more to say with the summer house crew i did not watch winter house last season i'm not a fan it just it didn't it didn't do it for me like the cast that they are the dynamics of it all i'm not really big fans of Paige and 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 um Oh my god, her boyfriend Craig and seeing that dynamic unfold. I used to love Paige and then Paige kind of gave me her. Her and Sierra have like this mean girl energy, which isn't really fun to watch on TV. Amanda's kind of unfortunately guilty by association of that. Although I do think Amanda and uh, Maya tend to seem to be like the more neutral people of it all. And then we have the newbies, uh, Gabby and Sam. That seemed cool, so we'll see how the rest of the season unfolds and I'll give you guys a recap when it comes more closer to that. But for the time being, uh, Summer House isn't really giving enough to really critique or give proper uh, point of view recap protocols on it. So, uh, on it, so I just need a like wait and just kind of let it marinate a little bit before i kind of give you guys like a mid to end season cap of uh, summer house and i want to make sure that i kind of give it to you guys in real time so i'm not oversaturating but you know it is what it is with regards to that it just started so we can't there's not much to say on the summer house and i will tie up and end this podcast with pump rules like i will just say this pump rules i don't even need to watch the rest of the season although i'm obviously going to because we all are going to be watching it with a brand new lens that we never saw coming but two weeks ago like everything kind of blew up and erupted like a volcano with pump rules we were expecting that season 10 was gonna come back like the ogs seasons that it used to be but like not in the way that it is giving we have the whole scandal of it all with there being a seven month give or take alleged relationship that had happened between raquel rachel and tom sandoval and that is just in and of itself wild how the season is portraying itself to be is that uh raquel and tom schwartz have the thing going on she was also speaking to peter she was also speaking to garcelle's son her eldest son and it's just like what is happening i mean the scandal of it all i don't even know where to begin where that's concerned it's a lot of drama i personally don't even think we need the rest of the season just give us a nice like you know movie long version of a reunion and kind of just release and hash out all the drama all the dirty details in real time live now but i mean it is worth watching to see how now again like a real house of salt lake city uh like miami like um what did i just um refer to um 
what else was another show that did that like potomac we have these things that the season had wrapped and it's airing and then big things are happening in real time and they have to get cameras back up and running so apparently that's what they've been doing with vanderpump rules so it's probably going to be a little bit longer of a season than we anticipated but as a result it's just like wow first of all tamson sandoval sucks but can't stand this guy i almost threw an f-bomb but i don't swear on my podcast but oh my goodness like really after being in a give or take 10 year relationship with uh, ariana maddox it's just wild ariana team ariana all the way i can't even believe that i even have to say that because it's just like who would have thunk we would have never expected it's kind of like expect the unexpected from pump rules season 10 is nothing like the og seasons even bigger i mean the concepts are in the dynamics of how pump, uh, pump rules started with the the sheena and brandy glanville's ex-husband of it all started is giving similar vibes with season 10 but overall the scandal of it all with the people you would least expect in terms of uh rachel raquel is just what sandoval we knew he has been a cheater in the past but never did we think he was gonna dip his toe in the friendship circle it's just so messy so crazy so raw literally happened and unfolded in real time two weeks ago the fact that i'm on the podcast talking about it now and there's just so much that's in store i cannot wait to recap pump rules in its entirety in a few weeks give or take months give or take months i'd say months i feel like may may is gonna be the podcast when i get to may it's gonna be the podcast that keeps on giving because by then i think jersey would have come to an end we're gonna have um uh, uh pump rules coming to an end at this point we're gonna have um uh season three of real husband's ultimate girls trip hopefully an oc trailer i can't even imagine the stuff the miami would be coming to an end there's just so much to talk about where bravo's concerned so if you're a bravo fanatic like me you're gonna really get into it with me i will definitely be recapping uh when it comes closer to that time i have some major stuff happening in may but i want to hopefully make and take the time to um recap and give you guys my thoughts because i mean i will 100 i will 100 be tweeting in real time so if you don't get to the podcast or listen to me on the podcast right away or you don't have the time or you find it 45 minutes too long i promise you i will be tweeting in real time so i will definitely be getting my thoughts getting my content from other podcasts i listen to and being able to really conjure up the best future recaps of these shows because there is so much to give but pump rules my goodness if i had to pick a show on ravel right now that was really uh, giving and unexpectedly giving in the best way would have to possibly be pump rules i would have never ever ever expected it to be pump rules and a scandal of it all happening especially because it does feel like pump rules is in this new era with a lot of the cast single now literally pretty much all the girls except for sheena are single now in the cast of the girls on on pump rules being katie lala um um um, now ariana sadly and uh they're bringing back kristen doty as a result too for content and um am i forgetting someone well technically raquel rachel it's just wild to kind of 
see that unfold all in front of us and what the filming dynamics are gonna be like for the future seasons of Pump Rules. But personally for me, Pump Rules as we know it is dead and gone. I can't imagine this cast ever staying the same as it's been these OGs uh, for the past 10 years. It just doesn't seem feasible in my opinion. Bring back pump rules, make it just centric around the women. Uh, like I just said, if you want to bring it, Sheena, Lala, Katie, um, and Ariana, I'd love to see the four of them kind of see their lives and their dynamics unfold. If you want to bring Kristen back in and take out uh, Rachel Raquel, super down with that. Remove all the men. Can have Lisa pop in every now and then. The show is named after her, after all. We don't need it to be filmed at Sir. None of the women work at Sir anymore at this point. Like I said, if you remove Rachel Raquel and if Charlie is really a minuscule uh, appearance in the show, we really don't need it to be at Sir. Film it at something about her when uh, Ariana and Katie open that shop up finally. And let's just get it going that way. Because I feel like at this point, I can't even imagine having the Toms back on our, our TV screen. I think that ship has sailed. But we'll see what Bravo has up in store. And I think even Lisa had said it on her recent appearance on Watch What Happens Live. It is really going to depend on how the reunion goes to really discuss the future of Pump Rules. And I feel like reunions really do kind of give that like hit or miss, sink, swim, possible nether season or possible putting on hold, whatever have you from a reunion you get that real true perspective from a reunion and i feel like we got it with potomac we're gonna get it with um jersey and we're gonna absolutely get it with pump rules and even summer house i think i could throw in there because i feel like those three potomac jersey pump rules and summer house definitely need a they need a shake up they need some sort of shake up because the way we know it as we know it right now it's it's no longer it's no longer um it's no longer like the show that shows that we knew it to be it has to kind of come back with a different expectation and then we'll see where things stand but for now i think that's it for me with regards to recapping these shows i will definitely come i will definitely come back with you guys with a recap of the shows mid to late and this season in the coming weeks um for me, it's more so to say that um, I have to make sure that I don't just shove everything in an hour-long podcast recap. I barely took a break in this. It's a lot of word vomit, I guess, in a certain way. But I do want to say that like, there is a lot of Bravo content. The fact that there are even other shows that I want to recap for you guys with the Netflix of it all, I'll have to get that to you hopefully soon. But for now, we're going to just stick with the Bravo because there is so much content in Bravo. And just we're March, you guys. And there's just been nonstop information in the Bravo universe of it all and all these shows. So it's going to be very interesting to see uh, in real time what the next weeks bring with all the information that's out there all the news that's been breaking along with it and I want to do a pop culture recap at some point too, uh, too soon because there's just been a lot of topics that have been been surfacing in the entertainment world that I definitely want to kind of um give my thoughts and feedback and opinions on but until then I will leave you guys with this 
um stay tuned for future episodes i will try my best to do it a little bit more frequently so i'm not saying so much in one pod i like to try and get my podcasts under an hour but i know it's very tough this one went on a little bit longer because it has been so long and it is all things bravo 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 effing bravo so we'll be back soon with like a little bit more um let's say a little bit more summarized versions of my recaps and uh until next time guys thank you so much for listening and uh take care stay informed with the bravo of it all and um i will be recapping again soon take care peace